0: Welcome to the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist, and pre- and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your health care. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty well. I am getting super close to having the second baby, and I think that's really what sparked the idea for this episode. Because at the time this episode comes out, I will be about five weeks from our due date with baby boy number two. So if you're new here and you didn't know that, fun fact, um, if you've been here for a while, you probably know that. But anyways, today I just wanted to have a little bit more of like a candid chat. I know that so many of the episodes are tactical and strategy based and super important as well but i just really felt called to share a little bit more about me and some thoughts that i'm having and a little bit more of the experience leading up to baby number two versus baby number one so my son griffin is a little over two years old now and by no means am i like a professional parent (laughs) at all And at the same time, I just want to share like the experience of preparing for baby one versus the experience of preparing for baby two and a lot of like the thoughts that come with that and just sharing more of like the human side of me versus just like the tactical tips that come along with exercise and caring for your body in pregnancy and postpartum. Like all of it's important and also just like being in touch with how you're feeling and thinking about things and reacting and responding to things is a super important part of motherhood and self-care as well, and just being able to connect with more humans that like are experiencing the same things as you. So anyways, hoping to come to you from more of like a relatable place today and just share what's on my mind, share some things that we're doing to plan for this next baby, and all the things. So if you resonate with anything I share today... I would love to hear from you. Connect with me over on Instagram at Strong Wellness, and we can just have a chat. I love to to connect with all of you. So, that being said, the overall vibe going into baby number two is just like very relaxed, very calm, and maybe it won't be this way in a couple of weeks, but this entire pregnancy, like just have felt so relaxed about expecting another baby and (laughs) maybe too relaxed. I don't know. I, my husband and I are both pretty like organized type A people and we've both been kind of having the same feeling, which I super appreciate. Like I don't love being stressed out. I don't love feeling anxious. And that very much was the case when we were preparing for Griffin a couple of years ago. And we did all the prep. We, like, we we were very green parents, I will say. Like, I had personally never babysat in my life. I had maybe ever held, like, two babies or, like, two, two newborns. Maybe more than that, you guys. But, like, just to paint the picture, like, very inexperienced at caring for a young, very young child. And same with my husband like he was in the same boat like neither of us had ever changed a diaper before our our hospital adventure um so we were super green we were super new we fell into the trap of like doing all the things that pinterest tells you to do like we got the the baby gear we set up our registry to have all the things we you know, set up the nursery to be super cute and super functional and just perfect. And we love it, which we are reusing the nursery. We moved Griffin into a a big boy room, quote unquote, with a big boy bed and, and some fun things. So, um, we're reusing that nursery. So maybe that's part of the stress. We're not like having to like redo a whole nother room, but then also with that is just like all the research and the baby classes and, yeah. And I think to, to some extent, like we had to go through all of that. Like we had to be sort of anxious. We had to be prepared because we did not know what to expect. Like neither, like we're both the oldest child in our family and we didn't have any nieces or nephews or really close family members with babies, kids, anything of the sort. And like even in our friend groups, we were one of the first to have kids so like (laughs) essentially paving the way and uh just kind of figuring it out as we went but like just taking all the advice doing all the research doing all the things and I do appreciate that because it of course helped us and is helping us this time feel a lot more relaxed but what we found is that Griffin as a baby like and most babies are the same like they don't need much right like uh, probably a third of the stuff that we had was used like I mean like we only use like a third of the stuff that we had and like you know you you get prepared with everything like the rocker and um, the baby swing and the baby bouncer and the little baby play gym and just like all the baby gear but like babies you guys are just and maybe I mean you, I'm sure you know this if you already have kids but if you don't like they don't need much. <laughs> Like they sleep so much at first. They need a safe place to sleep. Of course, they need some clothes, diapers, wipes, like essentials, definitely a nail, nail trimmer or a nail file. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, honestly, they don't need more than the basics. And we really found that out. Um, of course, like as he grew and evolved, like some of those things became more utilized and it became convenient definitely not like needed to have all the things like the bouncer and like the different modalities and, and all that stuff. But it was definitely like made our lives easier in some aspects to like have some of that extra stuff. But anyway, baby number one, we did all that prep. And I mean, my, my self now thanks my future or my previous self for having done all of that and having had that experience so even like aside from that you know I think another thing that contributes to like feeling more relaxed this time is like we are like parenting modality has been able to to mold and to be formed and if I sound super spacey you guys I have a very rough outline of what I'm talking about today but it's not like It's not like anything super strict or formulated. So this might sound all over the place and that's okay. But anyway, aside from that, like, again, I think our, we've been able to be molded as parents a little bit more. Like, oh my gosh, our, the first year was tough. Like we had a tough baby and I mean, all babies are tough. That's normal. Babies are, they're crazy. They, they're all over the place with sleep, with feeding, all of that And I've also had like friends who have said they have the easiest baby ever. And I always get like, I used to get a little jealous because I'm like, oh my gosh, that is not our experience at all. Like it just felt, it felt like a lot of times it was an uphill battle and certainly not all the time. Like, of course I loved many, many moments and also just a lot of the moments I didn't love. (laughs) And and I think that's okay too. and, And we're allowed to complain about it. But anyways, we, I mean, in terms of, of going through those first two years as parents so far, not professionals, still a lot to learn, but we've had to make a lot of decisions, you know, from the very early days of like how to navigate breastfeeding and transitioning him to a daycare when um, he went and I went back to work. So that whole back to work transition and like all the decisions that came with picking out like childcare and how we want to handle the, just like the the logistics of day to day with a baby and two full time working parents, um, to soothing a soothing an infant during his witching hour when like he was just not soothable, right? Like I don't know if if your baby does that if you have a baby or you did you have probably heard of the witching hour or know what I'm talking about, but just like that hour or two of the evening or part of the day that you just cannot like nothing's working (laughs) so the witching hour yeah looking forward to that one again um but just like figuring out how we want to respond in those situations and i feel like this time we have so many more tools because we were forced to try everything from singing to walking to putting the baby in the car to who knows what, right? Like <laughs> our baby did not take a pacifier either. Like Griffin did not want a pacifier. So that was no use. Um, In addition to that, like another big decision that we had to go through was like feeding. Like when he became old enough to start solids, how do we want to approach that? Do we want to do the baby led weaning? Do we want to do purees? Do we want to do a combination? So I signed up for like a course. So there was some research that went into that. And finding the right one and then going through that education phase of like how do we want to approach feeding our child like what what is maybe not the best but like what is best for us so that was part of it um figuring out how to handle illness like when you have an infant that doesn't have words yet they can't tell you what hurts like that is one of the most frustrating things as a parent and like hardest to watch them suffer when you don't know what is hurting or how to respond in a productive way other than just getting frustrated yourself so just so many experiences like that and griffin has been in daycare since like a pretty young age but there have just been so many sicknesses and so many illnesses. I mean, with any kid that's exposed to germs as much as in a daycare setting, like you're just going to, you're just going to go through that. And it's really, really hard. Um, so essentially thankful for some of that because it's helped us to know how we want to respond as parents um, in that situation and even like what our parenting style what we want that to look like, you know, do we want it to be like those default methods that maybe our parents did, not saying that was wrong or bad, do we want to adapt to something new and kind of like break the mold of what is typical, um, so just finding out how we want to respond when Griffin's throwing food on the floor, you know, like how do we want to handle this, like what is the right you know, disciplinary method to get through to him in a way that is respectful, that keeps the relationship intact, like all of that, Um, how to respond when he's fighting a nap. So I'm rambling at this point, but hopefully, hopefully I'm making sense that like in even just the first couple years of parenting, you will go through so many decisions and life changes that will mold you into the parent that you think you want to be, right? Like, obviously, there's still going to be, like, more to the puzzle as you, you know, add to the family and as you change and as logistics of your lifestyle change. But, oh my gosh, I just feel like that was a crash course for us, especially as newbies and just kind of being in the thick of it so many times. Um, so hopefully that's relatable. I don't know if, if anybody else, if you've had a similar experience, let me know going into your second baby um, because I'm feeling like I'm probably too relaxed. But I also am just like so thankful that we've had to go through all those experiences because it's really taught myself and my husband and really built our confidence that like we can get through anything. Like I was actually talking to my mom last night and just saying like, I, you know, we were talking about Griffin as a baby and like how tough he was with sleep, especially, and still sometimes can be, um, difficult. Um, but she was like, you're never given more than you can handle. I was like, you're right. Like it was not easy to handle, but like we did it. (laughs) And like for that, like that just brings you so much confidence, so much peace of mind that like we have some tools in our back pocket now and, Like, I just feel like probably many of you second-time parents will feel the same, that it's just, you know, like, there's going to be some challenges that come up for sure, like, unexpectedly and different challenges with having two. But, like, if you've had a lot of hard experiences, it kind of builds your confidence that, like, no matter what, you will figure it out. So, on the flip side, I know I've been talking about a lot of, like, things and experiences that I'm sort of like thankful for that were hard that are are helping me for this next baby. But on the flip side, there's some things that I'm also like really concerned about. Like I'm I'm nervous for. And the first is birth, like delivery. So like I had mentioned before, I am a planner. Like I love to know ahead of time, like with certainty what's gonna happen. And of course motherhood has taught me to like not have such tight reins on that which is great (laughs) but sometimes it still sneaks back in because right now i still don't know what like my method of birth or delivery or my choice is going to be so with griffin i had an unexpected c-section it was a failed induction uh, very long drawn out process the induction failed Um, several things happened that led to a c-section delivery of course i believe that that was the way it was supposed to happen um, now I am faced with the decision of do I have a repeat c-section or do I go for a back? So that is something that I'm sort of navigating right now in terms of going through the research and going through a couple different things with my doctor and having conversations with others in the same position to see what's really going to be not necessarily the right decision, but like what feels like the empowered decision for me because like whatever I choose, I want to feel really good about it. I don't want to do a VBAC just because I feel like I should or to have that experience. I obviously want to keep safety in mind, um, but I know there are risks to, both, to both, um, both types of delivery. So anyways, going through that and just like navigating that roller coaster has been interesting and taking up some of my mental space um another thing that i'm a little concerned about just because we did not have the easiest sleeper with baby one but naps and sleep schedules like i know how sleep deprived we were at first with griffin and i'm just worried that we will never sleep Of course, I know that's not true because it always like it always gets better. It got better with him. Like we're in a pretty good place right now where there are very minimal night wakings. And if there are, then it's very short and sweet and like easy to get him back to sleep. Um, But just navigating naps and sleep schedules and trying to keep the baby on somewhat of a like a nap schedule if we're out and about, but like also accommodating to Griffin. He still takes a nap. Um, each day. So anyways, just just curious on how that dynamic is going to go. And um, knowing that sleep can be a frustrating thing as a parent to try and get your baby to sleep and like very time consuming process and like even like a mentally consuming process sometimes. So anyways, just curious on how naps and sleep schedules are going to go. P.S. If you have any good resources for like that specific topic, sleep schedules and all that good stuff with two kids, I would love to know. I I haven't even started looking that up, but that kind of like pinged something in my mind that I should maybe see if there are some resources out there to like ease my mind a little bit. Um, Another thing that I'm a little concerned and nervous about is just keeping my toddler, keeping Griffin like entertained and keeping him happy and like making sure he still feels very like loved and appreciated without like without the jealousy of course like I know that there will be some jealousy but I think that and I'm not concerned because I know he's like a really good helper and he loves that and so I'm just trying to more or less be conscious about how we spend our time and how we show him that he is still very important to us as well when this newborn is going to obviously take up a lot of our attention. So that's another thing. And then (laughs) the last thing I kind of wrote down was overstimulation because, oh my gosh, right now I feel overstimulated sometimes or oftentimes when we have a puppy, maybe not the smartest decision to get a puppy and have a toddler at the same time, just uh, a little on note there. Um, so we have a puppy who he's just over a year old now, but he is still very puppy, like still lots of energy, which is great. He likes to eat everything in sight. So there's like that of like making sure all the little things are always picked up, which is hard with a kid. Um, but just like managing the overstimulation of puppy, baby, toddler, like what if (laughs) like my worst case scenario is like the baby's crying, the toddler's throwing a tantrum and the puppy is like eating like a, a dish rag or something all at the same time. Like that just that vision scares me. <laughs> so anyways, I you, those are just some things that are on my mind that I'm a little concerned about and I'm sure there will be so many hard things that come with that that are useful, that are hard in the moment, but will be useful to us. <laughs> so learning to navigate that. Um, this episode is getting a little longer than I thought, so I apologize for talking your ear off, but hopefully you're connecting with some of this stuff. Um, some things I'm excited for are seeing Griffin as a big brother. Like, he is such a good helper, like, he loves to, he loves, I wouldn't say he loves to help clean up, but, like, if we give him a task to do and, like, praise him for being such a good helper... Um, and you know all that stuff. He just loves that. Like so, I think like giving him some fun tasks to help with the baby will be really really cool. And like being able to see him as a big brother will be so fun. <laughs> um, I have to share because my brother and his wife just had a baby, and we were visiting them. And I was holding I was holding her. She's very. She was two two weeks old, I think, at the time, but. Um, so she's like sleeping and I'm holding her and Griffin brings up like some of his hot wheels cars and like sets them on her, um, swaddle that she was wrapped in. And she was, he was like, play with baby, play with cars. Like he was just like wanting to like share and it was really cute. So anyways, I'm excited to, to see that dynamic. I know that there will be probably some hard times with, with the dynamic and, whatnot, but anyways, I'm excited for those moments. Um, Another thing I'm excited for is being able to appreciate the newborn stage a little bit more. Like I know that there were definitely moments that I did appreciate it, but I feel like looking back, like there were so many times like that I just didn't have the tools and I didn't have like even the mental tools of like being able to deal with with something like a frustrating situation with more grace and more ease and like more understanding. And it would just be super frustrating in certain situations. And there were just times when I would just like wish he was older or wish he could walk and wish he could talk. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss having a baby. And of course we forget those tough times, right? Like they're hard when we're in it. And at the same time, like I feel that Hopefully, I won't have the same feeling of like just trying to get through it. Um, And hopefully, just having more tools and like even realistic expectations of the newborn stage. Like realistic expectations of like, yeah, they're probably going to have a witching hour. Yeah, we're probably going to struggle with sleep Um, and all of those things. So anyways, just hopefully, I have a, a little bit better of a picture of like what to expect out of a baby and some tools mentally and like tactically that are able to help us a little bit more versus like just figuring it out so anywho i think that's all i have today to to chat about and this is not to say that like we won't have challenges because i know that we will i expect them you know i think we were so naive going into baby number one that We were just like, oh, we're just going to figure it out as we go. And like, that's a great mentality for anybody who is soon to be a mom or soon to be a parent. You know, like, you have to. There will be struggles, there will be situations, but like, you literally just have to learn as you go. Like, unless you have really been in close care with babies or you've been in a childcare setting where you understand that stuff, like, you, it's hard, like, it's hard until you really know and have that base, um, so anyways, it's just nice to reflect back and appreciate these hard times that were so, so hard in the moment, there were, like, so many sleepless nights that my husband and I were up for, like, let's say a two or a four-hour stretch, and, like, we, he was, like, cluster feeding or something, and it was just, I wanted to quit breastfeeding, and we, we got through it, Like there were so many nights we were like, oh my gosh, can we really ever think about having another kid? (laughs) And here we are, we're doing it. Um, But yeah, just, just goes to say that like the expectations are a little different this time. We're not expecting it to be smooth. We're just having a very realistic handle on it. And yeah, so I would say that this sort of relaxed feeling has allowed me to Feel so much more excited to welcome this baby and to just feel confident that no matter what life throws at us with a newborn and a toddler that we'll just we'll figure it out right like just like we did the first time we had so many tough experiences that like we that we got through that we will figure out so anyways that's that's all i want to share today i hope this was relatable to you as maybe a soon-to-be mom or a soon-to-be mom of two um, or even more than that so just let me know connect with me over on instagram at strong mama wellness send me a message let me know what um what popped out at you what you can relate to with some of this and if you feel differently i would love to start the conversation and just chat and connect with you um yeah that's all i have today thanks so much for tuning in and i will talk to you very soon and that's a wrap, Mama. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together. Until next time, keep moving.